0: Super Talk Mississippi media production.
1: Gateway Rescue Mission, meeting the physical and spiritual needs of the homeless right here in Jackson, Mississippi. Check us out at www.gatewaymission.org.
2: Howdy, howdy, it's Rhino here, and I wanted to say thank you for listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi.
1: And now, the moment you've all been
0: waiting for. Welcome to Real Talk, for real Mississippians. Informed, engaging, and always brutally honest. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Supertalk Mississippi, the Supertalk app, and at SuperTalk.FL. And now, here's Gerard Gibbert.
3: Good morning and welcome, everyone, to the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Uh, Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk studios on this hump day. A little uh, humid again outside. Got a little shower later in the evening around here in central Mississippi.
2: For a couple hours this morning, I was a little confused as what day it is, but that's only because I fell asleep at 6 o'clock last night. 6 o'clock? It was weird. Like, I got comfortable with Porch Cat, and the rain started, and I just zonked out. You and Gallo. I guess so. <laughs> both, both Porch Cat and I woke up about 2.30 this morning and was like, whoa, Jeez. what did we do? Why did we do that? Geez. Wow. Cool. Well. I'm here bright-eyed and bushy-tailed.
3: Absolutely. I can tell. Lots of stuff going on at 10.20 on the program today. Richard Greenlee, owner-promoter of Ratchet Entertainment Group. He'll give us an update on the upcoming music series and the really cool concerts they've got scheduled for this summer. And then at 1205, Paris Denard, RNC National Spokesperson and Director of Black Media Affairs. That should be interesting. Looking forward to talking to Mr. Denard about uh, his views on the Biden administration's policies and we'll probably discuss a little bit of his thoughts regarding the upcoming midterm elections, it's hard to believe. It's a year and a half away, not less than a year and a half away at this point, the uh, elections being in November. But that every two-year cycle for those folks in the House, it's like a continuous campaign endeavor, if you think about it. So I attended the swearing-in of... Madison Mayor Mary Hawkins serving in her 11th term and also the Board of Aldermen for the uh, City of Madison last night. Interesting event. It was well attended, well done uh, at my home golf course, golf club, Annandale Golf Club. It uh, was pretty cool, except I showed up about 15 minutes And was not able to park in my customary parking spot there by the clubhouse. So I had to find an alternative parking (laughs) location. But nonetheless, good event. Uh, That was a lot of fun. A lot of folks showed up. And it's municipal election year. That's why we're doing all this. So you're seeing that all over social media. Ran into my good friend Frank Bordeaux, chairman of the Mississippi GOP. You probably saw the announcement yesterday. I believe uh, former Governor Haley Barber and Senator Trent Lott are chairing a, uh, a committee, I think it is, to raise some money to uh, upgrade, uh, and I, uh, I may be off just a little bit here on this, Rhino, the The Mississippi RNC headquarters, I believe, is in need of some some improvement so what's the story on that? Are they looking to relocate it or renovate, remodel the existing facility? You seen anything on that? I'm we'll trying to get an update on you.
2: On that uh, they, all I know is that they've started the fund to raise money to fix the problems they're facing. I haven't seen anything that would okay. say they're moving it. So. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, the funds will go towards improvements of the Lot Cochrane Statesman Hall, which has served as the headquarters of the Mississippi Republican okay. Party since ninety one.
3: Downtown Jackson.
2: Not far from
3: the Capitol complex there in downtown Jackson.
2: So you know old. Yeah, Dr. Haley Barber had a quote. He okay. says, I'm excited to get to work on improving and renovating Mississippi Republican Party headquarters. While the MSGOP has seen enormous growth over the past few decades, only limited resources have been put into the upkeep of our central office building.
3: Yeah. I would say that is uh, a something in, uh, that we need. It, uh, it's been a while, and so I'm excited about that and looking forward to seeing those improvements. In the meantime, you know our good friend uh, Dr. Anthony lock him up forever and throw away the key. Fauci, he's calling for the return of masks as the Delta variant spreads. At, th- at least at this point, he's just highly recommending it—extra protection. He says, "This guy—he <laughs> will absolutely make your head spin." He—he he just has to be relevant, as they say. He has become, I think, accustomed, addicted to the fame. You think so? I mean, you turn on the Sunday, which I'm, a, you know, a, uh, I guess a, kind of a hobbyist in that I like to watch the Sunday political shows after church, and it's like he's on all of them. He, he's like a regular guest kind of a junkie. I'm kind of a junkie on that. It's like, I don't want to see Anthony Fauci anymore. But the Biden administration, of course, fell somewhat short of its July 4th uh, vaccination goal. Remember, was it when he was inaugurated, he was promising, "We're going to, I'm going to let you have a barbecue or something to that effect?
2: I think it was within the first couple of weeks. I don't think it was the inaugural speech. Okay.
3: We're going to barbecue, baby. That's our goal. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get you there. Well, the goal was 70% of the population would, ha- would have received at least one dose of the two-dose variety. Fell somewhat short of that, right? Like 67%. But they have a plan, do the, the, the good folks in the in Biden administration not that I think he's pulling the strings or in charge. I really don't, and I think it's sad. I'm not being critical. I, I, I'm stating this more as a concern for the president of this country. I, I just don't think is with all the faculties. But yesterday at a press conference, Jane, the Circleback Saki, she had this to say.
4: ...in more healthcare settings and respond to hot spots. The president will outline five areas his team is focused on to get more Americans vaccinated. One, uh, targeted community-by-community community door-to-door outreach to get remaining Americans vaccinated by ensuring they have the information they need on how both safe and accessible the vaccine is. Two, a renewed emphasis on getting the vaccines to more primary care doctors and physicians, something that we've seen...
3: Door-to-door outreach? As in, they're going to, I guess, employ people working for the government to come knock on your door? Hey, have you been vaccinated? Or do you think they have access to the state records showing the addresses of who hasn't been vaccinated?
2: The Babylon Bee, of course, is quick to satirize it, and their story is just classic. Biden and Saki to go door-to-door on bikes, asking if you have a moment to talk about getting vaccinated.
3: (laughs) That is so good. (laughs) Do you have a moment? (laughs) That is just so good. What's next? We're going to hire the brown shirts to run around and check your thermostats? That's coming. You know it is. We heard the air conditioning running. We just calling to tell you turn it off
2: comrade you're cooling too much
3: <laughs> we we shared the story published in time magazine a few days ago where they're calling for the end of individual air conditioning public cooling spaces they are obs- say they get mad at me because I label them as marxists which is all about i mean the essence of marxism is collectivism is grouping. It's divide, conquer, then regroup. Right? It's that dismantle, reimagine thing.
2: And all the useful idiots used to divide think they're going to be the ones in power, but no, they're just going to be just as miserable as everybody's saying, I told you so.
3: They don't get that. They don't get the Politburo's <laughs> in charge. But, uh, so this is why. When they call for these public cooling spaces, everything's collectivism. Everything's grouping. Because we've already discussed, as you know, that consulting organizations being paid gozillions of dollars to conduct these training exercises in corporate America, in government agencies, all, and it's all about grouping and dividing and pitting one against another. In our schools. Uh, and... Gosh, I got a story to share later on in the program about Raytheon and their hyper-wokeness. Also, new grants coming from the federal government to encourage folks to study education so that they can become teachers. They've got a new twist on it now. You can only guess what it is, but it kind of links into this this concern we've shared about the dismantling of our achievement based society in favor of an identity based society. Here we go again. Alright, we'll step away for a break right here on the JT Show. We'll come back with Richard Greenlee owner promoter, Ratchet Entertainment Group. We'll talk about concerts coming up. Stay with us.
5: The Wall Street Journal reports a 15-year high in the investment you've made in your home. The real estate market is nothing short of amazing. My friend Lee Garland will attest to that across the entire capital city metro area. If you sell your home, the demand is red-hot. For the seller, the need for good homes is incredible. They're selling fast, and many times over-list. For the buyer, interest rates right now are low, meaning you get more for the money. Lee Garland's customer satisfaction feedback is most impressive. Take, for instance, Rachel. She listed her home, got little or no results. Then Rachel took our advice and called the Lee Garland team, and the difference was like night and day. Lee immediately put his superior marketing strategy in action. In just four days, Rachel's home in Brandon sold for $21,000 over the previous agent's list price. That's why Lee can guarantee an offer on your home within seven days. Gallo reminding you to call Lee Garland Group, EXP Realty at 601-983-1130 or go to
6: LeeWillBuyIt.com and start back this is JT. If you like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks, 1-800-647-8540 or on the web, MajesticMetalsINC.com. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a Vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick, GMC, or pre owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Feel Buick GMC.
7: I'm Andy Gibson, your Commissioner of Agriculture and Commerce. You can support Mississippi's many talented farmers, artisans, and craftsmen by purchasing products with a Genuine Mississippi logo. And that's the proof it's the real deal. To find products grown, raised, crafted, and made in our great state, just visit GenuineMS.com or visit the Genuine Mississippi store at the Mississippi Farmers Market every Monday through Friday 11 to 1 and Saturdays 8 to 1. I'm Andy Gibson, and I am Genuine Mississippi.
5: Follow here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. I'm
7: back.
0: I
9: told you I was coming back.
0: This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi.
9: What is love?
10: Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me.
3: Welcome back, everyone, to JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music. Joining us now in the studio, our good friend Richard Greenlee, the owner promoter of Ratchet Entertainment Group. Morning, Richard. Thanks for coming in. Good morning, Gerard. Thanks for having me again. Well, first,
11: you were just telling me about this event you had down in Natchez. Yeah, that's uh Arden put that on uh with a group down there and Hank Williams Jr. on the bluff and Natchez, it was a, a killer show on the fourth of July. Um probably close to seven thousand people there. It was really it's the biggest thing Mississippi's had since Incredible. COVID has been our biggest concert. It was and Hank came in and did a tremendous job, had great bands, great it was it was really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. A wow. lot, of, lot of drone footage and stuff on 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 social media you can see it's just it's it's unbelievable. Uh so I'm not even familiar with the venue down there. And, uh, it's the bluff. It's the it's, it's the bluff on that. Just a big green space uh, just north of the Grand Hotel, um, right there. The big green space and a parking lot, the old depot, and it's it's be- it's one of the most beautiful venues in wow. the country. I mean, I, I go to concerts and festivals all over the the country, and and it just to be 300 feet above the Mississippi River and see the sunset and the fireworks go off. It's just gorgeous. the you know, wow. Great weather it was awesome.
3: That's awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. So what you got coming up?
11: Got a uh, continuation of our Twilight series at Renaissance. Um, this will be our second and third show coming both in July, two weeks apart. Um, July 17th is Big Head, Todd, and the Monsters, a great band. Um, we've got Big Head, Todd, and the Monsters, and then Southern Avenue out of Memphis, Grammy-nominated, great up-and-coming, awesome performance band. And then a band called South of Eden, which is new to me, but they are bringing back 70s and 80s rock. And they and, and the lead singer there has an incredible voice hmm. And they, they looked the apart. And it's going to be a, you know, it's a Saturday night. It's a, a first general admission show, unlike the normal models we've had and will continue to have. We just want to do something for the people. It's a $25 ticket to see three great brands, great wow. food, great, you know, music. Um, it's, it's a social experience. Yeah. Yes. And it's a great venue, too. It's awesome, Renaissance at Connie Park right there on, on 55. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, it's a lifestyle entertainment. Well, it's a shopping center. It's a lifestyle center. You know, yep. got great restaurants and. You know, the Apple Store's there, and it's it's a beautiful green space, and it's, it's really something you've got to come experience.
3: It is, and uh, that's in my hometown of Bridgeland there, hometown as far as where I reside. It's only a couple of miles from exactly. where I live, as a matter of fact. But, yeah, it is an awesome place. And so I remember when that was all green, and the deer were frolicking around. Uh, <laughs> that, But what a great vision that
11: was for the developers. And uh, it's turned out to be a really top-notch uh, facility. It, it is, and they're expanding. in the same development group expanding up the Parkway. They own a lot of property. And mentioning that, I, I yeah. saw a I saw a gobbler on the side, a turkey on the side of the road, right <laughs> there, north of the you know the Monument Tower yeah. there. And yeah. there are deer and turkeys still around. It's, it's, it's they kept all the green, you know. The, the it's not all concrete. It's, yeah. it's a beautiful beautiful center. Yeah,
3: it really is. Mm. All right.
11: So, and I talked to you about this before, but tell tell us again, how did you get into this? Well, I've always been a fan. I've always been a super fan. I love live music and events. And, you know, yeah. like I said last show, a lot of people go golfing trips. Or go, I go to concerts and festivals. That's what I do. That's where yeah. I spend my vacation. Sure. And I've always loved it. I've always been, you know, putting on parties and putting on events all through high school and college and after college, the big New Year's Eve party. And I enjoy doing it. I'm good at it. So yeah. And I've helped Arden Barnett here, you know, with Ardenland locally for the past four or five years, putting on setting up his festivals and, and, you know, all over the country, California, Natchez, you know, Jackson. And um when COVID hit, I, I'd been trying to get a concert series, a very high-end type table-seated series like they do at Live of the Garden. I was actually yeah. copying Live of the Garden um here, and we're planning to think about it. And then COVID hit, and it kind of forced us into this pod and mentality, which is stuck, and people love it. Um, and so now that COVID is over, we still have – Pod shows you buy your spot of grass, so you feel like you're in a general admission, but you're not fighting for a spot because it's your you. piece of grass. You yeah, want. and so I I love it, and it's it's, it's what you know what I'm doing. We're, we've got three more shows this year in 21. We're planning for four to six shows in 22. Wow. A true series. We're already planning on bigger acts going through next year and doing table sales for the season. All outside,
7: all outside, all outside on okay. the, the
11: big green space right there between 55 and the French Road and, yeah. and Kate Restaurant, and yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, might you expand
3: into promoting uh, and producing shows inside at indoor venues? Is that in your plan?
11: Uh, it's, absolutely. You know, I, I work with Arden. He's he's a yeah. great friend and a good partner, and, and, you know, he's got his own stuff, and I've got stuff. On, but we work well together, and we complement each other, and, you know, he, he's done this for a long time, 30 years. And, yeah. And uh, he's good at it, and we, we, we get along great, so we, we're, we're looking at a lot of things. So. Yeah. All right, I'm going to date myself a little bit. <laughs> Did you know the old Bebop folks? Oh, absolutely. I didn't know them personally, but that's you know that's where I went and got my albums, and yeah. you went and bought your tickets, and they were you know, $13, the Coliseum. Bebop Productions. Bebop Productions. Yeah. Uh-huh.
3: So a little trivia, uh, after I opened my IT business that mm-hmm. you're familiar with, maybe two years into it, we actually set up all the systems in all the Bebop stores, <laughs> which... Which uh, with a product called Record Track was the oh, name no, of no, it, weird. and it ran on on Unix systems, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and it also had a uh, production uh, set of production uh, management modules as mm-hmm. well. But I got to know all those folks real
11: well. Yeah, and so. I remember, you know, as you know, the music industry has changed tremendously from you know back that There's how many records you could sell. You yeah, know, with streaming that's right. music and, and the live. The live performances were to promote the record sales. Yeah. Well, well, now you know people are getting paid a lot of money for doing live performances, and they're streaming, you know, music at you know, you know, at ten ninety five for a subscription to, to Spotify. And so, uh, you know, back then we I can remember going to see the rock and roll shows. Yeah. The Coliseum was eight fifty or thirteen dollars for a ticket. You know, now it's a lot more expensive yeah. to, because you know it's kind of like anything else with any entertainment, you know, football, sure. or baseball, you're going to pay that the closer you are to the stage, the more you're going to pay and, and going back and that's just the way things are these days.
3: Yeah, But the digitization of uh, of the
11: industry really has mm-hmm. changed it. I yep. mean, for the better, right? Absolutely. I remember the you know, the first one that came out was the old Napster. You yeah. Know, Napster. Yeah. Napster came out and, and all the artists led by Metallica and Lars Oldrick, you know, kind of fought Napster and shut them down. And But, you know, it's changed everything. You know, You, you it's, it's changed the way, just like, you know, with TV and, you know. Sure. And you, you used to be able to, you, you buy what you get. You buy the album. Now you pick and choose the content you want, and you pay for the content on a per, you know, package base whether it be a song or a tv show or yeah. a series yeah yeah
3: mm-hmm. that's that's really cool and a whole lot more convenient than lugging around albums and cds and mm-hmm. and uh you know having to put cds in your changer and only having those in there you had to stop your car <laughs> my first one had the changer in the trunk yep you know? i remember that uh but wow how that's just changed stuff do you not think though that I guess the ubiquitous availability now of music through these all these very various digital tools, does that make concerts, I think, more attractive? I mean, you so you have more exposure to more music and you want to go see, because there's no substitute for being in
11: person. No, not a, at all. No substitute. And a lot of the bands that we book, I, I say, you know, you, you listen to it on Spotify or look at the video, but... When they see them live on stage, it's a whole nother world. Yeah, and so I'm trying to you know introduce people to new music, and that's we we've done with our first two shows. Some people come back to me and say, "Oh my God, I didn't know who Saint Paul and the Broken Bones were." Now I'm yeah. going to Austin and New York to see them, or the Almond Betts band, you know. And but seeing them live is a whole you cannot grasp that experience and that feeling, you know, that you can listen to them live and watch yeah. them perform. Don't, yeah,
3: don't totally agree. And, and most of the time when you're watching. Uh, say streaming or we had a zoom concerts last year Mm -hmm. most of the time you're getting uh, a a camera view of one of the performers right and maybe they'll pan out and it's Mm kind of hard to see when you see it but it ain't like being there when you see everybody on stage and pick and choose Mm -hmm. who you want to see and focus in on because a lot of times maybe the, the, the vocalist or the lead singer or even, I don't know, it could be some other instrument they're playing. But it's
11: fun to watch the other uh, performers. It is. You, to watch them at the same time. It is. And also, just like with SEC football, you can watch it on TV, and it's great. But when you're in that stadium and the roar and the thunder and the experience, it's a whole different emotional feeling. And you feel it. And yeah. it's the same with concerts.
3: Good point. Yeah. Uh, you, it, that's part of the great... Part of the experience of being at a live concert,
11: you want to feel that music, and you can feel you it when do. you're there. You feel the music, you feel the bass, you feel the emotion of the artist that's portraying that to yeah. the crowd. It's it's awesome. Yeah, that's that's uh, yeah, that's a great point. Well, I, you know, I am glad you're doing it, and
3: uh, I'm I'm sort of uh, excited to learn that you're involved in the industry because I know you've got uh, great business acumen, and and you combine that with your passion. For this, that that usually makes for success.
11: Well, so. I hope so. It's going good so far. You know, like so, we've had two sellout shows. Um, we've got—I mentioned one. Um, we've got one coming up, July thirtieth, too. So, uh, the Revivalist—it's um, going to be a great, great. Great show two weeks later.
3: Well, good to have you in, and, and good luck with it, and look looking forward to, uh, it sounds like an even more active
11: 2022. Yes, and twilightms.com. You can find anything you want about the series, the shows, twilightms.com. Sounds great.
3: Richard Greenlee, owner-promoter, Ratchet Entertainment Group, has been our guest. We'll take a break right here on the JT Show. We'll come back with more.
8: Get straight. Go forward. Move ahead. Not too detective. It's not too late.
4: Hi, this is Anitra over at McBee's. I'm the kitchen manager there. Come enjoy Blue Plates for under $10. Monday through Friday from 11 to 2. Monday, we have meatloaf or chicken spaghetti. Tuesday, we have beef tips of chicken breast. Wednesday, we have fried pork chops or pot roast. Thursday, we have spaghetti or chicken fried steak. Friday, we have fried catfish or pulled pork or chicken with mushrooms spring sauce. And every day, hamburger steak or chicken sweets.
6: McBee's on Lake Harbor. You can dine in, take out, or have them cater. And the perfect spot for any size party, too.
16: Are you finding it hard to do business with hardware stores these days? Out of stocks, delayed orders, no one available to help you? Ace Bolt and Screw would like to invite you in to either one of their locations for fast, friendly service and the hardware you need in stock. Every kind of tool and accessory you need for every kind of job. And millions of specialty bolts and screws. If Ace Bolt and Screw doesn't have it, they don't make it. Shop Ace Bolt and Screw in Gluckstadt just off 555 next door to Camper Corral and on Julianne Street right off Gallatin and Jackson.
6: Calling all college football fans. KLLM is unveiling to the public the 2021 Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Southern Miss, and Jackson State custom football tractor trailers. Thursday, July 22nd at the Embrace baseball game. Take pictures with your team's cheerleaders and mascots as you explore the trucks. Event gates open at 530 with first pitch at 630. Event details can be found at KLLM's Facebook page. Don't miss the college football event of the summer, July 22nd at Trustmark Park.
4: I'm Andy Davis and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A wildfire in Northern California has spread to over 12,000 acres. So Mississippi is sending some help. The Mississippi Forestry Commission has deployed a 20 person crew of wildland firefighters to assist state and federal partners with wildfire suppression efforts in California. The crew will be assisting on the salt fire in the Shasta Trinity National Forest. And COVID-19 infections are reportedly surging at crowded immigration centers across the U.S., where the number of migrants have almost doubled in recent months. As of June 30th, the Adams County Correctional Center in Natchez reported 690 confirmed COVID-19 cases. According to ICE, all new detainees are tested for the virus and held in quarantine for 14 days when they come into the U.S. For more Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, or find us online at supertalk.fm. I'm Andy Davis.
15: Catfish farming has always been a passion for me. I was raised up on a catfish farm. I was born into it. But the only thing I love more than catfish farming is my children and my family. I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi, and I'm proud to be the 2020 Mississippi Catfish Farmer of the Year. People all across America love to eat U.S. farm-raised catfish, and I'm proud to be able to produce it right here in the Mississippi Delta.
14: just love sports and i especially love my sport brian brian is my superhero on the weekends because he is a barbecue grill master that boy knows how to heat up some charcoal Woo! we just love it when we smell that delicious Poke smoked sausage on the grill whether it's pokes original smoked with a hint of sage pokes cajun with a kick of cajun seasoning or pokes garlic and green onion with well garlic and green onions tell your sport you want pokes on his grill no buts about it folks picky people pick pokes
0: No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Supertalk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm. We've got the hottest talk all summer long. Supertalk Mississippi, live live and on demand with the Supertalk app and at supertalk.fm.
1: Switches are thrown. The signals
0: are given. This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi.
3: Welcome back everyone the jt show this on super talk mississippi gerard and rhino in the super talk studios on this hump day so william and brandon i guess he's talking about the concerts rhino you think he says will they ask for vaccine cards or is he talking about the door-to-door
2: i think he's talking about the door-to-door
3: okay the uh, Yeah, the door-to-door traversing of America's neighborhoods.
2: Do you have a moment to talk about getting vaccinated?
3: <laughs> oh, man. I, that's just bizarre. I thought it was. It's just weird. Ricky and Jackson asks on the c Spire text line, how much money is a drug company making on the vaccination shots? Uh, you know, Pfizer, I believe, was the only company that elected to produce. This may have changed, but initially, they announced they were in fact going to provide their shots for for profit. But I, I guess the question is, Ricky, do you do you object to pharmaceutical companies making a profit? And why them? I mean, should should we also ban other? Companies, private organizations, private business organizations from producing a profit. Uh, that is pretty f- a pretty far left tenet. That's, that's really central control of the private sector. In fact, it's been a while, Rhino. I sent you a, a video. It was actually recorded at the 2012 Democratic Convention. Peter Schiff was meandering about outside the hall where the DNC was holding its convention. This, of course, was the year that President Barack Obama defeated Mitt Romney. But Schiff asked a very direct question to many of those in attendance. And the question was, should we we ban profit? This is something that I um, I leverage a lot in my <laughs> discussions with people on the left who tell me that they're they're just dyed in the wool capitalists, but yet this is at the DNC, and one of the first persons that he approaches is Van Jones. You may recall Van was he was one of. Barack Obama's czars. Remember, he had all the czars. <laughs> and Van, I believe, is a self-ascribed communist, serving in the administration as one of those czars. For for Van, uh, excuse, I'm sorry for Obama. He he really hesitated to ask. Uh, excuse me, answer the question. But Schiff continued to move about the crowd and. <laughs> And, yeah, several people actually said, yeah, absolutely, let's ban profit. Seriously. So that was nine years ago. I mean, you wonder, (laughs) what do they think now? So, again, the only fair arbiter of profit, of pricing, of labor costs, is the market, not the government. So I don't have an objection or any issue or problem whatsoever uh, to any of these companies producing a profit. And honestly, a lot of the cronyism that you see and protectionism, it comes from government. We need less government and more market involved in all aspects of our economy, including the healthcare sector, which is maybe one of the most protected, honestly. And there are, of course, more calls from the Democrats, from the left, to dismantle the private uh, health insurance market in favor of government provided insurance, which is absolutely rife with fraud and abuse.
2: If Pfizer's telling the truth on how much it cost them to develop the vaccine, then when you look at the the cost the charging for the vaccine. Yeah. Pfizer's charging thirty nine dollars. Okay. AstraZeneca's charging between four thirty and ten dollars. Okay. So between four dollars and some change and ten bucks for AstraZeneca, thirty nine for Pfizer. But Pfizer's coming out saying that the development costs and the research costs are approaching a billion dollars. Well, I want to say that they also did the most uh, invested the most they million. also didn't take any direct government funding. That's right. Sure did. So if, if they didn't get any funding from the government to offset the billion dollar cost and it's they're charging thirty nine bucks a piece, they need twenty five point six million doses to go out to break even. Yeah. So where's this huge profit?
3: Yeah, I mean so the alternative is we just don't have private pharmaceutical companies. They're just all run by the government, which by the way has been proposed by left-leaning Democrat members of Congress. They have absolutely proposed the abolition of the private pharmaceutical industry in this country and for the government to seize control. That, my friends, that is bona fide, best-case socialism. But when you talk about if they were to seize the assets of those companies, that is communism. (laughs) When the government owns the assets and takes control of the property, which I believe is the plan, yeah, they're absolutely proposing that. Your business is next. You think it ends with pharmaceutical companies? No. This is why I push back when the folks on the left call me out and get bent out of shape because I label them as Marxists. Because they are. Look no further than the NEA. We talked about that yesterday, the National Education Association, largest teachers' union in the country, 2.3 million members. And they have said they're going full speed ahead with teaching critical race theory in schools, say they've got it set up to teach in 15,000 districts in all 50 states. Again, I, I know we're retracing highway we've already rolled down for those folks that tuned in yesterday. But now they've come out. So there's a, there are lots of groups coming forth and saying, we're going to fight this, states, right, that are, that are uh, either passed legislation, signed into law, pro, prohibition. Of teaching of uh, critical race theory in schools, this is something we've talked about in Mississippi that didn't get any traction this year. Just wasn't—I don't think it was thought to be as big a threat as it has evolved into. But uh, it's on the radar for the next session for sure. And and so what the NEA says is we're going to fight that. We are well funded. We've got a legal fund, and to protect our members. And any states, districts that try to ban and prohibit, we're going to fight back. So the craziness about this, in my view, is are, are they losing sight of who they work for? What happened to the, you know, of the people, for the people, by the people concept? It's almost like they're dismissing it. They're oblivious to it. They don't want to acknowledge or accept it. So we're going to end up with a situation, this is disturbing, where it's parents versus teachers. So for generations, we've heard that the key to improving the quality of education is to have more parental involvement. I've heard it as a parent. Okay. I'll buy into that concept. I'm willing to get involved. Did so when when my kids were in school, at public school. Makes sense. But now they're saying, step aside, parents. We got this. Your children are ours when they're in school. Don't even think about trying to stop us from indoctrinating your children. To our radical left world view. In fact, I'm looking at her right now, I kid you not. On the screen, Randy Weidgarten, (laughs) the president of AFT, she's coming out and saying, We will defend our teachers to ensure they have the right to teach CRT. She says that those who are criticizing it, quote, are bullying teachers. (laughs) This is incredibly disturbing and problematic. Again, teachers versus the people? The parents?
2: Calling out stupidity is not bullying. Right. Calling out forced segregation of children is not bullying.
3: Forced hate. Forced labeling. Forced profiling. Totally agree. So, there are 5,000 educators, according to a a report today, that are ready to break against the anti CRT laws that have been passed in these states. Unbelievable. They can always learn to code. Yeah. We got more to talk about and a concert giveaway later on the program. Stay with us.
13: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, an 80% chance of showers and thunderstorms, high near 87. Tonight, a 30% chance of showers, mostly cloudy, low around 72. Thursday, mostly sunny conditions, a 70% chance of rain, high near 91. And for your finally Friday, a 50-50 shot of the wet stuff, mostly sunny, high near 93. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon.
4: acute care as well as walk-ins we are conveniently located off highway 51 in the oak place shopping center i invite you to call today that's jody adams with Ridgeon medical clinic our phone number is 601-790-7711 we offer the gold standard covid19 pcr testing with next day results we at Ridgeon medical clinic hope to see you soon our number is 601-790-7711
15: This is the opening agri-market report. At the open of the New York Cotton Exchange, December cotton was down 38 to 8,702. March cotton was down 32 to 86.90 to the Chicago Board of Trade, August soybeans were up five and a quarter to 13.49 and a half per bushel. September soybeans were up four and three quarters to 13,17 and a half per bushel. September corn was down 16 and a quarter to 5.35 and three quarters per bushel. December corn was down 17 cents to 5.23 per bushel. At the Mercantile, August live cattle is down 75 to 121.65. October live cattle is down 62 to 127.52. August feeders up 20 to 160.82. September feeders up 17 to 162.90. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is down 118 points, 34,459. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk, Mississippi Agri-News Network.
6: Hey, y'all, let's take some pride and get it together for Mississippi. Many of our highways and roads are just covered in litter. Put trash in its proper place. And if you drive a truck, remember, trash blows. Be sure to secure your load. Please do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.org. That's keepmsbeautiful.org. Remember, always protect the road, secure your load.
0: Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on ninety-seven point three FM, Super Talk Mississippi. You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Now, now onto the real part. Dynamite! on Super Talk Mississippi. Uh.
15: Trust will say nothing to no
3: one know how. Thanks for joining us on the JT Show today, Super Talk Mississippi. Talking about this door-to-door vaccine push that uh, White House Press Secretary Jen Circleback Saki informed us of yesterday. Gina Mendelhall writes in on the C text line, Everyone who has wanted the vaccine has received it. Instead of spending money on pushing it, how about spending money on where this mess came from? Yeah, I'm not for spending any more money as well. It's it's just widely available.
2: I'm just trying to figure out where they're going to find the bodies to do all these pie in the sky dream ideas. Well, remember they want to hire what a hundred thousand people for the IRS to hunt down folks that haven't paid enough taxes. Yeah, they want to hire all these door to door people to go do vaccines. Yet in the meantime, you got everywhere, pretty much, closing shop up early because they can't find enough people to work. Very true. Do recall, however, that
3: as part of Joe's, something we discussed on the program, he published a 45-page, well, somebody wrote it for him. He couldn't publish a word, I don't think, but 45-page document outlining his coronavirus strategy. Forty-five pages. This was like last uh, August-September time frame, during the campaign season. And it included an army of outreach folks, uh, not only to to push... Well, at that time, the vaccine had not even been... It was a twinkle in the eye. You remember it was for contact tracing. He was going to hire an army of people to go run around and collect information from those who were infected so as to populate the contact tracing systems. Isn't it amazing, though, just how fast that just went away? It never even got any traction. And the reason is because capitalism gave rise to the solution to the problem. That's what happened. And, and so it's like, well, we don't need that. But that was all part of the plan. All kinds of other stupid garbage in there as well that never materialized, never got any traction. It was not necessary. So uh, totally crazy. But I agree with you, Gene. We shouldn't spend any more money on any of this nonsense. I, I agree. You want a, vac- a vaccination? It's easy. It really is. It's ubiquitous. I'm, I've not heard of any shortages in this country, in any state, in any community. It's pretty easy. If you don't, so be it. You're on your own. That's the way it ought to be handled.
2: As for spending money to find out where this came from, if we could just get the powers that be to understand what seemingly everyone else does, yeah, just acknowledge it, and and or uh, well, at the very least, quit trusting China's word. Unbelievable unbelievable and it, it, as if it wasn't bad enough to first go around with the virus now you got reports that china is doing their best to help the world and yeah. send out vaccines for for countries in need except either they're lying about the vaccine working in their country or they're sending a different vaccine to other countries because it ain't working it ain't nearly working. as well
3: right exactly so they're sending out
2: so they're either lying to you about the efficacy or they're lying to you about what they're sending you.
3: It's a placebo vaccine, essentially, is what they're sending out. I mean, it's, it is crazy that that they trust. It's just nuts, in my view. So you saw the report of, I think it was a, a college professor in New Zealand you know that China celebrated its 100th year of communism, the CCP, and they had this just gigantic series of celebrations. Of course, forcing <laughs> forcing the uh, proletariat <laughs> to participate. And I think it was a professor in New, Zeal- New Zealand who tweeted a critique. It's like, this isn't anything to celebrate. And Jack Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter, in his infinite wisdom, he not only removed the tweet, I think he inactivated the professor's account. It's just pandering, placating China, because they've got a big market for for his company, and other companies as well and so they hold them in higher regard it's insane than they do this country yet it's this country that enabled him to get filthy rich would argue he could not have achieved that in China it never gets pointed out the disparate systems man we're always poking fingers and uh, a po- uh, excuse me, poking eyes and pointing fingers. Look in the mirror. We'll step aside right here. We got Super Talk News and Fox News coming your way. We'll come back with more talk and a giveaway for some concert tickets. Stay with us. Baby,
0: Listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk, Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at BaroniStreetPros.com.
1: This is a Fox News Alert. I'm Chris Foster. Tropical storm Elsa has just made landfall on the northern Gulf Coast of Florida. There's heavy rain and what could be dangerous storm surge. Governor Ron DeSantis says there are trees down and flooded
18: roads. As little as 12 inches of fast moving water can carry away a small vehicle. Uh, Be aware of fallen or hanging power lines. Don't approach or touch the power
1: line. There's also a chance for tornadoes in northeastern Florida this afternoon. Former President Trump announces class action lawsuits against Google, Facebook, and Twitter. He's claiming wrongful censorship. And two ATF agents and a police officer are shot in Chicago.
14: Police Superintendent David Brown says they were in an unmarked vehicle near a police station.
3: They were fired upon while driving, all in the same car, trying to enter onto the on-ramp.
14: They are expected to be okay, and the search for the shooter is ongoing.
1: Fox Fox's Tanya J powers. America's listening to Fox News.
4: This is Anitra over at McBee's. I'm the kitchen manager there. Come enjoy Blue Plates for under $10. Monday through Friday from 11 to 2. Monday, we have meatloaf or chicken spaghetti. Tuesday, we have bee tips of chicken breast. Wednesday, we have fried pork chops or pot roast. Thursday, we have spaghetti or chicken fried steak. Friday, we have fried catfish or pulled pork or chicken with mushrooms. sauce, And every day, hamburger steak or chicken sweets.
6: McBee's on Lake Harbor. You can dine in, take out, or have them cater. And the perfect spot for any size party, too. Whether it's getting the kiddos to school,
14: I love you, hi mom,
6: or taking it off road and uphill. Oh yeah,
19: yeah, woohoo! <laughs> oh yeah, baby,
17: we've
6: got the right tires for you. Tire Depot has a huge selection of tires for every budget and
8: every purpose. From everyday drivers to extreme off road performance, Tire Depot has you covered. Alignments, mounting and balancing, lift kits, and general repair. Tire Depot at the Reservoir in Brandon and Terry Road in Byram.
19: I'm Kelly Bennett and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Delta variant is now the dominant strain of COVID in Mississippi with 137 confirmed cases and those numbers continue to rise. This strain is more contagious than both the original strain and the UK variant. Health leaders continue to urge everyone to get vaccinated. In the waning days of the legislative session, the conferees inserted a provision into the Medicaid tech bill that prohibited rates of reimbursement from being increased, decreased, or otherwise changed from levels in effect on July 1st of this year.
9: Medicaid payments are derived from about 70 different payment methods that uh, require approval from uh, the Federal Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services, CMS, to get uh, federal matching funds. Drew Snyder with the
19: Mississippi Division of Medicaid says the rate freeze will ensure payments stay at current levels.
4: I'm Kelly Bennett.
20: Big Head Todd and the Monsters are coming. Saturday, July 17th, Wicked Weed Brewing presents the The Twilight Twilight Concert Series at Renaissance. Tickets are on sale now at ardenland.net. Don't miss Big Head Todd and the Monsters with Southern Avenue and South of Eden, live at Renaissance. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland.
19: Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman is wishing a pair of senators well as they leave the Capitol. Late last week, Senator Samson
6: Jackson announced his retirement after serving District 32 since 1992,
20: while Senator Tammy Witherspoon resigned as she begins her term as mayor of Magnolia. Witherspoon was elected to serve District 38 back in 2016. Hoseman said that
8: both Democratic senators oftentimes worked across the aisle on issues aimed at
19: making Mississippi a great place to
8: live and work.
19: Eighteen years ago tomorrow, six people lost their lives and eight others were injured when their fellow employee, Douglas Williams, opened fire at Lockheed Martin in Meridian. Williams later took his own life. This week, the memory of the victims are honored during the 14th Annual Reconciliation Week, which also encourages healing within the community. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett.
1: See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. Tune
14: in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3.
0: Welcome to Real
16: Talk for real Mississippians. Okay, let's begin.
0: Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert.
3: to the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, rocking into hour two with separate ways. All right, so uh, lots of stuff going on with respect to this whole vaccination push. I mean, why would you get on national TV at a press conference and say, we're going door to door? I just can't, I just can't comprehend it. On the C Spire text line, can't I just identify as vaccinated? It seems to work for all the different gender people. (laughs) Walked into CVS yesterday and got mine, that on the C Spire text line, from the 662 region. CJ from Madison writes in, I wish the White House would move on. Can we do the infrastructure plan? Something else other than the virus and focusing on a January 6th joke commission.
2: I think Saki was just repeating a talking point that Biden said a couple hours earlier.
0: Community by community, neighborhood by neighborhood, and oftentimes door to door, literally knocking on doors to get help to the remaining people protected from the virus.
3: Well, I stand corrected. I didn't know he personally said that. I did see the video of him yesterday at the convenience store. You see that one where he's fumbling around, has to pull some notes out of his pocket because he's asked a question. <laughs> Unbelievable. The 67.1%, this uh, this is a listener who's doing some math here. The media is reporting for people who have received one dose of the vaccine is for 18 years of age and older. Total percent of all population who have received one dose is 55%. I guess that would sorta of depend on what his seventy percent commitment and goal I should say. I don't I don't know what uh what the math was, what the numerator and the denominator. Well we know what the numerator was. I don't know what the denominator was, so uh not sure. That's what it would sorta of, uh depend on as far as the, the uh the, the math discrepancy there. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know what's worth, having a president with pudding for brains or his replacement. Gene and Mendenhall. Yeah, let's see. If you uh, if you tell them you will not get the vaccine. Oh, that's from Carolyn Starkville. I don't know. I guess it didn't really go further than what the clip that Rhino just played and the one that we uh, shared earlier from Jen Saki, just informing the intent to go door-to-door. I don't know what happens after that. Not sure. That's interesting, though. Hmm. What other information will our government be looking for on their walking tour, Andy and Jackson? You've probably, no doubt at this point, seen the uh, reports from Tucker Carlson about his email being... It really wasn't hacked but it has, has been accessed and in the hands of the NSA. And he learned that. I saw him this morning on an interview, kind of randomly at a funeral from someone who came up to him to tell him about this possibility and divulge some details in his emails that he says no way anybody could have known that, uh, about that and that they were accurate, the details. And so it's, he says he has proof. And the purpose of collecting his emails is to try to make a case to essentially cancel his show. They don't like what he says. This is very disturbing. This is, in fact, what happens under communist rule. It's exactly what happens. You spy on the citizens, you intrude on their privacy, and you then use it against them. That being the government. That is very disturbing. Incredible. Bush family and uh let's see this is from Kent. I think I got this right. What about the money Biden got from China? What if the what if the big what about the big Pelosi? Where is that? Investigation. You, of course, you're not going to get any investigation concerning that. Um, it's there's just a double standard with respect to that. Pelosi was like gushing to point out that that uh, Liz Cheney has been named to her new commission to study one six. I don't know what they expect to get out of that. My concern is that it just won't be truthful, that we won't get the full truth, the full story, all sides, all perspectives, all the data, all the information. That's what I get worried about. Uh, Paula Meridian, I've read several studies that high CBD marijuana can help fight the lung damage from COVID-19 and not from smoking and not from smoking. It helps with COPD uh, as well, maybe. Hmm. I haven't seen anything on that. That's interesting. Hmm. So if they're coming door to door, are they going to be armed mil- with military? That from Scott and Rankin County. I don't know. They just said outreach. They didn't They didn't mention engaging the military. Uh, speaking of which, City Councilman Kenneth, Kenneth Stokes here in Jackson is uh, called for deployment of the National Guard to fight crime, protect, secure the city of Jackson streets. That's kind of sad.
2: Well, I mean, uh, if you look at the numbers, <laughs> last year the homicides in the capital city were way above the record set back in, what, 95? And they're on pace to beat that record from last year. Yeah. Yeah, that is I mean, last month was the deadliest month in history for the the capital city of the Magnolia State.
3: The deadliest month in history. I did not know that. Jeez. But it's guns, right? That's the problem. Yeah. Need more, more background checks. That'll do it. More gun regulations. That's the only solution or proposed solution that we hear out of the left. Everything is about... And, and that just obviously appeases their constituents who just – they're just anti-gun. They're anti-Second Amendment. It's all about that. They're not really seeking a solution to the wave of violent crime. I don't feel like it because they haven't offered anything that's remotely plausible as a solution i got to get to this question. I'm going to pivot for a second here, and it concerns the Mississippi Match 5 jackpot. That is the state drawdown game offered by the Mississippi Lottery Corporation. So it was announced this morning two lucky Mississippi Lottery players did in fact match all five winning numbers for the drawing last night. They will share a $665,000 jackpot. The two tickets were purchased just 23 miles apart. One winning ticket from Dandy Dan's, number 514, at uh, 4041 Highway 11S, south of me, in Hattiesburg. The other from Keith Superstore 105 in Ellisville. How about that? The numbers by the way were 16, 17, 26, 30, 33. So two folks will share in that $665,000 jackpot. The uh, the Match 5 game was introduced, I believe, in April. Yeah, April 28th. It starts with a jackpot of 50 grand. It's similar to the to the um, the National drawdown games. The Powerball and Mega Millions it's similar to those but to the multi-state lottery as they call it. Uh, but it's just conducted within the state. So, and, and, and if there's not a winner when it's drawn the, the um, jackpot increases and they draw again. So we got two winners. Pretty cool. Congratulations to whomever those folks are. Remember in the state of Mississippi you do not have to disclose, disclose your identity. Reveal your identity as a winner that is uh, is kept confidential. So, anyhow, pretty cool deal.
2: So if you show up in a costume, will they take your picture with the big check in the costume to hide your identity?
3: I don't know that anybody's ever requested that, but that's a, I'll bring it up the next board meeting.
2: <laughs> show up in a Darth Vader outfit.
3: <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Raytheon, i got to get to that after the break. They're calling for their employees to decolonize your bookshelf. Everything's a D. Define, decolonize. <laughs> Except re and reimagine. Unbelievable. So, <laughs> wanting their employees decolonize your bookshelf. I'm going to have to ask you to explain what the hell that means when we come back. <laughs> the JT Show will continue.
20: I'm not worried. I'm
21: I'm happy. happy.
6: The temperature is rising, and so are the savings during our
10: sizzling summer sell-down at Mazda of Jackson. Our entire lineup of cars, SUVs, and crossovers are waiting for you with our hottest prices of the year. Right now, get 0.9% financing for 63 months on new 2021 Mazda CX-5s and CX-30s. This will save you thousands in finance charges, and Mazda of Jackson will give you your first year of maintenance for free. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Bad credit, no credit? It doesn't matter. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Bring us your trade. We'll give you top dollar for it. So come save big while the deals are hot during the sizzling summer sell-down. At Must of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Goal 991-2222 today. Mazdaofjackson.com. See dealer for complete details with approved credit
16: and select models. Are you finding it hard to do business with hardware stores these days? Out of stocks, delayed orders, no one available to help you? Ace Bolt & Screw would like to invite you in to either one of their locations for fast, friendly service and the hardware you need in stock. Every kind of tool and accessory you need for every kind of job. And millions of specialty bolts and screws. If Ace Bolt & Screw doesn't have it, they don't make it. Shop Ace Bolt & Screw in Gluckstadt just off 555 next door to Camper Corral and on Julianne Street Right off Gallatin and Jackson.
14: Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just a good experience in, in itself
3: to how they did it and how loving and compassionate they all are. I was just so excited because it was exactly what he tells you.
14: I cried. <laughs> I really cried. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876.
13: Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090 That's 601-345-8090 Or online at Barone'sTreePros.com That's Barone's-tree-pros.com. Hey,
5: it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State every day from 3 until 6 right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3 Ladies and gentlemen,
20: let's hear
5: it
0: Let's hear it Now, 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 back to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert and Rhino on Super Talk, Mississippi.
13: Mississippi.
3: Welcome back to JT Show. Super Talk Mississippi. Thanks so much for joining us today. You know, all we heard during the Trump tenure was, every time he opens his mouth, he's lying. He's just a big liar, liar, liar. You heard that a lot, huh? What <laughs> Orange man bad. <laughs> Biden, why don't we ever call him out? Now... I'll be the first to say, I am not a whataboutism isist, whatever you say. I don't believe in that. The point is, this guy's the present president. I really don't care about the past one. I'm more focused on the future, the present and the future. But Biden, he was already caught for plagiarizing in school, right?
2: Yeah, that's why he had to drop out of previous presidential runs. He has a history... Of distorting the truth. <laughs> well, here's a crazy one. It goes all the way back to the tragic accident that took his uh, yeah. his wife and kid. That's true. For the, the rest of his life, he's lied about the fact that the guy that hit him was drunk. Very true. When he hadn't had a drop to drink that entire day. <laughs> I, yeah. So uh, so he's been lying his entire, entire political
3: life. career. A, a legacy of it. He also lied, did he not, about his education, like where he finished in the class, and the law school. Well, here's just one out-of-left-field pun intended. All right, he had the 2020 World Series winning Los Angeles Dodgers over to the White House on Friday. His Twitter account shared... An image of the visit. Cool. I see him there. I'm looking at the picture. It's him and Kamala. And they're holding Dodgers jerseys with the Dodgers players and coaches in the background. They're all smiles. No masks on! Uh Uh-oh. Well, (laughs) he actually told a story that in the... Second congressional baseball game, Biden participated in it. You're familiar with that that, um, that game. It's the one that Representative Steve Scalise...
2: They were practicing for.
3: Right. Almost lost his life because some wacko Bernie Sanders supporter decided to take pot shots at him on the baseball field
2: there. After verifying with the onlookers, that's, that's the Republican team, right? <laughs>
3: exactly. Sicko, wacko. Well, Biden says that in the first congressional baseball game that he hit a ball three hundred and sixty-eight feet off the right center field wall. My kids remember that, he adds. <laughs> I kid you not. <laughs> He said, you know, I just wanted to remind you guys we have a congressional baseball game every year. In the very beginning, I used to be a center fielder in in my Walter Mitty dream anyways. It's a long story, but my kids only remember two things that ever happened to me in my career. My boys, he said. (laughs) Nothing his kids, noting his kids have met. Kings and queens, that didn't matter to them, but I played in the second congressional game at the old Washington Stadium, And I hit one off the right center field wall. It bounced off the wall. I think it's 368 or so. I don't know exactly. (laughs) I'm rounding. But anyway, make a long story short, my kids remember that, all the rest. Guess what? That's the only thing I remember, too, is what he said. Well, here's the problem. (laughs) He got the year wrong. His second congressional baseball game would have been in 74. And he referenced, I'm looking for it, a different year. So he got that wrong. The other thing is, official records say he went 0 for 2. (laughs) He had a ground out and a strikeout as they lost to the Republicans. I'm looking at the newspaper clipping.
2: (laughs) This quote doesn't make it look any better. Got this thing he said looking down at the number 46 from the Phils last year but never took it back. I guess you can say I stole it. <laughs> Cuz he was decked out in Philly's pinstripes for the game. He just flat out lied about it. I why? What's the purpose of that? That is Could a Could it be a pathology?
3: Uh yeah. Insecurity at a minimum. So the self-aggrandizing Which all we heard is, you know, how Trump was a narcissist and he called attention to himself and was so self-congratulatory. And, okay, that's old news as far as I'm concerned. But this is the present president. This just happened Friday. He told a huge lie. It's Just not true. Does he not think that stuff like that there might be some records of? floating around people that remembered it because he got hammered by some of the right in fairness this was in
2: the early 70s these democrats are dumb enough to think you're dumb enough to not really listen these are the same (laughs) democrats that are saying the republicans have been pushing for defunding the police when the last 18 months that was the only thing they would talk about
3: i think you're right honestly i do is there some presumption some conclusion they we're just all idiots? They, you're free to say... You kind of
2: have to be to vote Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe it's just their base.
3: Oh, my gosh. I I just thought that was... I just stunning when I read that. Yeah, I remember hitting one 368 <laughs> off the right center field wall. Yeah, gotcha. Just flat out lied about it. Gosh.
2: In seventy three he singled. <laughs> he went one for two. Seventy three. Seventy five he got stuck in traffic. Didn't start the game. I saw that. Oh my gosh. I mean what's the purpose? Why do
3: you even say that in the midst of these world class athlete baseball players that are freaks, frankly, to play at that level. You're a freak. And they weren't even born. They weren't even a twinkle in the eye. They don't care. I mean, if he wanted to say, you know, geez, I really enjoyed playing baseball in my youth and... Uh, I'm jealous of you guys, tongue-in-cheek. You know, I couldn't make it. You guys did. Congratulations. You were my idols growing up. Something like that, I don't know, to lighten it up. That would have been fine. But to just lie, you know, the congressional baseball game, 1974, <laughs> I had a double off the wall. 368, I think it was. <laughs> he can remember the distance of off the, the, uh, the alley, Right center field of the old Washington Stadium, Senator Stadium. He can remember that from 40 years ago, but he's got to get his notes out on what's happening in Russia yesterday. Something ain't right about that. Unbelievable. This uh, concern that I have voiced on the program about the proliferation of the indoctrination and the segregation in the training and adoption of policy in, uh, across America's institutional landscape, private and public sector. We discussed, I think last week, Biden signing an executive order requiring this same training that we discussed at Sandia Labs, the the folks who make our nuclear arsenal, which which, uh, trains people to reject the concepts and the principles of rugged individualism and hard work and can-do attitude, that those are devastating to people of color. That's exactly what they teach. Well, Raytheon, it has been determined, is totally woke. It is calling on its white workers to reject racial equality in favor of equity. And they wonder why I call them Marxists. Because that is the essence of Marxism. Equal outcomes for all. They want their white employees to participate in reparations. This is the nation's second largest defense Contractor, They want their employees, the white ones, to decolonize their bookshelves, join a local white space, and defund the police. This is coming from a major Fortune 500 company that makes stuff for the military in this country. Oh, but pay no attention, that's not really happening. It's a
2: figment of your imaginations. Decolonizing your bookshelf is a bunch of bunk. And I can explain it when we get back. More
3: on this. Stay with us when we come back.
22: Hey, wh- what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors And completely restore its youth
0: Hey, there's hair on my head again
22: If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life Is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore Paint like no other
19: I'm Kelly Bennett and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Delta variant is now the dominant strain of COVID in Mississippi with 137 confirmed cases and those numbers continue to rise. This strain is more contagious than both the original strain and the UK variant. Health leaders continue to urge everyone to get vaccinated. In the waning days of the legislative session, the conferees inserted a provision into the Medicaid tech bill that prohibited rates of reimbursement from being increased, decreased, or otherwise changed from levels in effect on July 1st of this year. Medicaid payments are
9: you know, derived from about 70 different you know, payment methods that uh, you know, require approval from uh, the Federal Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services, CMS, to get uh, federal matching funds. Drew Snyder
19: with the Mississippi Division of Medicaid says the rate freeze will ensure payments stay at current levels. I'm Kelly Bennett.
8: This is Jake Mangum, not some actor wearing a red shirt. Whenever I was up to bat at MSU, I would see Farm Bureau Insurance. They supported me then, and they take care of me now. I couldn't ask for more supportive teammates. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team.
0: Thanks for listening to Super Talk Mississippi.
5: Properly set all
0: controls
5: before recording.
0: All systems go. Now, now, now back to the JT show with Gerard Gibbert and Rhino on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi.
20: God of leader, don't you know that
3: this ah, yes, the obligatory Iron Butterfly on One Hit Wonder Wednesday. Oh, so, yeah, just doing a little bit more scanning of this uh, situation <laughs> with Biden and the vice president and his comment about hitting a 368-foot one hopper he also said that it came at the old stadium in DC which was RFK and it didn't in 1974 the year he claims this occurred it was it was played in baltimore at memorial stadium where the orioles played
2: that was before the uh the first game was played at RFK and then they took it back to RFK in 2004, five, 2005 2005 yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he got all of it wrong,
3: every bit of it. It's just incredible. Why does he think as a president he can just spew that kind of nonsense? No, and he's lying. Well, I say no, he's lying. I don't know.
2: Doesn't seem like he's been called on it since the late 80s. It's
3: like I said, like Teflon, just like Teflon, nothing sticks to me, to him. Barn. <laughs>
2: oh, no. Can't do that one.
3: <laughs> Scotty Meridian. I got it, though, Scotty.
2: <laughs> you asked me to break down yeah. decolonizing yeah. your bookshelf, and I have a little four-step process you can go through to decolonize your bookshelf. All right. All ears. Number one, add books written by black, brown, and indigenous people. Try to add at least one book from an author of color for every book written by a white person that you buy this year. Number two, purge books that are racist or written by problematic authors. If you would like a an example of problematic authors, oh, let's go down the list. Isaac Asimov, the guy that wrote several sci fi stories, invented the three rules of robots. He's problematic. You can't read his books. <laughs> Roald Dahl, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, no oompa loompas. Can't read his books. He's problematic. J.K. Rowling, Harry Potter series. Don't read her books. She's problematic. Dr. Seuss, another problematic author, don't have any of his books. Charles Dickens, he's problematic, don't have his books. It just goes on and on and on. Lewis Carroll, Alice in Wonderland. Don't don't you dare have a copy of Alice in Wonderland in your library, because you got to decolonize it. <laughs> and number three, don't pigeonhole authors of color. Black, brown, and indigenous people can do more than talk about race. And then number four, don't hold authors of color to a high standard. Not every book written by black, brown, or indigenous authors will automatically be great, and that's 100% okay.
3: So you're supposed to pull all those out of your library. Is that right?
2: Supposedly. Hmm. To decolonize it. Hmm. So no Harry Potter, no Dr. Seuss, no Alice in Wonderland, Hmm. no Charlie Hmm. in the Chocolate Factory, no iRobot.
3: Is it just weird that a company requests that of its employees? Extremely. That's uh, just weird. Of course, they Raytheon is a Massachusetts-based company, for what that's worth. And they introduced a program last year, of course, in, in the wake of the George Floyd incident, and they call it Stronger Together. And it was designed to get its 180,000 employees to help drive near- and long-term societal change. Can't you just make, like, military weapons and the other stuff you do? Why do you... No, you're not about societal change. You're a a defense contractor. Just do that. I I just don't get it. And you'll love this. (laughs) The program, this Stronger Together... (laughs) It is based around the framework of your favorite, intersectionality. <laughs> Unbelievable. So, it, it also, their training includes a chart entitled, again, this is a key tenet of Marxism, is controlling the language. What not to say to your black colleagues right now? It instructs white Raytheon workers to never tell colleagues they pray things change soon or hope that social tensions, quote, calm down because their discomfort with any racially charged situations cannot match that of a non-white person, the literature claims. That's incredible. The company says that their black employees are exhausted, mentally drained, frustrated, stressed, barely sleeping, scared, and overwhelmed. They have separate resource groups for black, Hispanic, Asian, Native American, and LGBTQ groups in its quest to, quote, Advance an inclusive culture. So.
2: <laughs> Sounds like they got more money than sense.
3: Wrap your head around this. We're going to advance an inclusive culture by dividing people into groups. It's just stupid. Okay, first thing we're going to do to make sure we're including everybody is separate you. <laughs> That's the message. <laughs> they. They have a recommended course, not required at this point. 21-Day Racial Equity Habit Building Challenge asks employee to learn about the weaponization of whiteness and quantify the, quote, racial composition of their friend groups. They're telling you who can be your friends. Oh, but this is fabricated. This really isn't happening. Unbelievable. Lockheed, same deal. Same firm. Hired the same firm. And they force their employees to focus on white privilege, male privilege, and heterosexual privilege, which affords them unearned benefits. Uh, it's just incredible. Same deal uh, as well, Rhino. Rugged individualism, can-do attitude, hard work, operating from principles, and striving towards... Success. These are superficially positive, but are devastating to women and minorities. So don't tell me this crap isn't happening. It is. And this is what the NEA intends to teach our children. Don't strive for success. Don't work hard. Lose that can-do attitude. we got to see a can't-do attitude. Is that what they're saying? Gosh. More language, hogwash. Disney. You know I'm a Disney fan. I'm getting madder at them by the day. Every night, they've got this incredible fireworks display. It is It is a unique feature and a fantastic part of the Disney experience. And, of course, they've got PA, sound, piped across the Magic Kingdom. And in introducing the nightly fireworks display, the greeting is, and it's, by the way, it's the happily ever after fireworks, is what they call it. It's ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and they go on to to introduce and, and uh, discuss The fireworks. So now they got rid of that. Can't say that anymore. Now it's good evening, dreamers of all ages. That is replaced. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. You can't say that anymore? What is up with this? It's part of the pre-show announcement. Now, folks are going after them. They tweeted this. They absolutely tweet. They're bragging, boasting about their wokeness. And they're getting a lot of hate. So now they've even turned Disney into an environment of hate because they just can't accept just normalcy. we got to go wacko. It's nuts. I, I don't get it. But these proponents of the CRT stuff they argue that the theory helps people understand racism and inequality and will help lead to a more equitable future. I don't believe that. I think it's dividing us more than ever. What about the equitable of equity I should say of 400 plus shootings over Independence Day weekend in this country. What about that? i tell you what about it. They're in a state of denial about it because of the defund and the dismantling. But it's those guns. They just hopped up, started shooting people. Mm. Break time here on the JT Show. We'll come back. We got that
13: giveaway. First thing we're going to do right now. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, an 80% chance of showers and thunderstorms, high near 87. Tonight, a 30% chance of showers, mostly cloudy, low around 72. Thursday, mostly sunny conditions, a 70% chance of rain, high near 91. And for your finally Friday, a 50-50 shot of the wet stuff, mostly sunny, high near 93. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com.
22: In the house, my friend Lee Garland of EXP. What's happening, Lee? 2020 was an incredible year. we sold hundreds of houses. As a matter of fact, and thank you, you took care of a family member. What was so unique about selling that home was the buyer who bought it, bought it sight unseen. They bought it from the videos, photos, and drone footage that we shot. They did not actually step foot in the house until the week before closing. Share with us some of the other advantages of the marketing campaign. One of the things that we do is we give sellers options. We give them the option of assurance, convenience, and the ability to get top dollar on their property. If the seller needs the assurance that their house is going to sell, we can guarantee that sale. If it doesn't sell at the end of the listing agreement, we'll buy it. And that's what makes you guys leader in the market. We are the number one team in central Mississippi. We spend more money marketing properties than anybody else. We have an advertising budget of almost a half a million dollars where the average agent only spends $250 to $500 a month. Go to LeeWillBuyIt.com or call us at 601-983-1130.
15: This is the Midday market Report. The USDA's Risk Management Agency on Tuesday announced a policy change that will encourage more farmers to plant a cover crop after a preventive planting claim. Farmers who didn't get a cash crop in before the end of their crop insurance late planting period will be allowed to hay, graze, or use cover crops for silage before November 1st without a penalty under a policy change announced Tuesday. In the past, producers who hayed or grazed cover crops on prevented planting acres before that November 1st date would see their prevented planting payment cut by 65%. USDA stated producers could now hay, graze, or chop cover crops for silage, haylage, or baleage at any time and still receive 100% of the prevented planting payment. USDA's decision comes after two years of complaints by producers and lawmakers who have called for the USDA to scrap the November 1st rule. I'm Dexter Williams. This is Super Talk, Mississippi
9: Agri News Network. Welcome to Mike Drop, the show where Mississippi Farm Bureau President Mike McCormick drops some helpful knowledge. Here's something very helpful you can join Mississippi Farm Bureau for less than $50 a year. There are so many benefits to your membership, including money saving perks. Access to Farm Bureau insurance, protecting your land, and making a difference in your community through advocacy. Visit your Farm Bureau friends and neighbors at your county office or sign up online today at msfb.org. You can bet the farm on it.
6: Y'all listen up. Have you seen all the litter on the sides of our roads? We need to all do our part to fight litter. Put trash in its proper place and make sure items in your truck beds are secure. Remember, trash blows. Secure your load. Please do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.org. That's keepmsbeautiful.org. Remember, always protect the road. Secure your load.
23: This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson.
0: Come on. You're hearing The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back on Super Talk, Mississippi. Now, here's more.
3: Tune in to the JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi. I I Let's save the giveaway for um, the next hour. Sounds good. All right. So, Bill and Mante says, "I'll tell something. I'll tell you something, Gerard. If the so-called silent majority don't start to rise up against this craziness of the left." We will never stop them. I, you know, I'm concerned about it as well, and that's why I, I try to, to expose some of this wacko stuff going on that that hopefully people are, are aware in our patch as much as we can be, and just be on the lookout for this kind of stuff. Um, it's it's disturbing. Uh, also, Rhino, you got. You've got, I think, some audio here, some sound for us. This is a parent at a school board meeting. And this is happening across this country, by the way.
18: my name's Ian Rice. I've got two children here at the Caledonia School District. Um, It's very apparent here by all of the parents that have spoken that this board and the school district is failing. Um, More importantly, I came here to talk about political race theory. This theory was never meant to be brought into grade schools, high schools, at all. It's actually taught in the collegiate atmosphere, and more importantly, the legal portion of the collegiate atmosphere, to see different laws through the lens of race, from an ethics and and, and an ethical standpoint, right? Not for grade schools and high schoolers. The problem with bringing it to high school and grade school level is that we don't have the educators to properly teach these kids. Instead, they're using it as their own agenda to indoctrinate the kids to hate each other. And whether you believe that to be true or not, the reality is that's what's happening. Critical race theory is teaching that white people are bad. That's not true. That would teach my daughter that her mother is evil. You already have an educator within your staff that has pulled my daughter aside and said, well, you're a minority, so you know better than to engage in certain things.
20: wow. <gasps>
18: Whoa! Wow. Wow. When I was brought to the school's attention, Nothing happened to that educator. Instead, my daughter was brought in and she was ridiculed. (sighs) So my question is now, with critical race theory being brought in, what is your criteria to educate the educators? And who are you to educate my children, or any of our children, in life issues? That's our job. Your job is to teach them math and science. Our job is to teach them about life. I believe racial... Issues and tensions across the U.S. are nowhere near what they used to be decades ago. Do we have a long way to go? Sure. Do we still have individuals out there that need to be taught? Absolutely. But I believe the people here don't look at me as a black man. They look at me as a man standing in front of you addressing the issue that we all are very passionate about.
3: I mean, you don't even know what to say, but it it confirms something we've asserted here on the program before. The most prolific racists in this country, maybe on the planet, are American white liberals. This hubris and arrogance and pomposity, I know better what you need. That's the message there. And he's pushing back on it. That's just unbelievable that somebody would presuppose how someone is thinking and feeling and how to deal with it. That in itself is racist. That is racist. And nobody will call them out on it, it seems. On the ceasefire text line, we are going from home of the free to home of the woke. Look at Chevron's woke status as well. I retired from them last year and they're all about woke. It, it's it's permeating the private sector. It's not just just as this individual said, pointed out originally critical race theory was a theory to be examined and analyzed and explored in the in the collegiate environment. That that was his words. In the higher ed world, sure talk about it is there was there an influence was was race an influence in establishment of our laws and justice system that was the original intent but when you start talking about pulling books off your shelf uh, that somebody hijacked it you don't want it to be referred to as critical race theory well then let's talk about what's actually happening in practice in reality, and that's what we're doing here. So I don't care if you call it polka dot. This is nonsense, in my view. By the way, as of June 30th, there are at least 51 local recall efforts targeting at least 130 elected members on K-12 through school boards in this country, and I bet that is going to grow exponentially we got to take a break here for some news. And then when we come back, Paris Denard, RNC National Spokesperson and Director of Black Media Affairs, will join us. We'll talk about rising gas prices, inflation, Biden policies, the 2022 elections. Might even talk about critical race theory. Stay with us.
0: Your home for Ole Miss Sports. WFMN, Florida Jackson. Super Talk, Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Barone's Tree Pros. 601 345
1: 8090. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. Tropical Storm Elsa made landfall lead this morning along the northern Gulf Coast of Florida. The biggest problem for Florida now is going to be heavy rainfall all across the northern part of the state three to five inches and some real chances of flooding. The storm will move across northern Florida, then head into coastal Georgia, where we expect more flooding. Fox's Steve Harrigan. In Surfside, Florida, 10 more bodies are found at the site of a collapsed condo building.
6: That brings the count to 46. More than 100 remain missing. Meanwhile, a more in-depth inspection is being performed on the sister property about a block away, Champlain North. Fox's Evan Brown.
1: Former President Trump is suing Facebook, Google, Twitter, and their CEOs, claiming they violated his and others free speech rights
15: there is no better evidence that big tech is out of control than the fact that they banned the sitting president of the united states
1: he's still banned from posting america's listening to fox news
6: Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where garden mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway
8: 49 South in Richland. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders.
19: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Two lucky Mississippians match all five winning numbers for Tuesday night's Mississippi Match 5 drawing.
4: The winners will claim a share of the $665,000 jackpot. The two winning tickets were purchased just 23 miles apart. One was purchased in Hattiesburg, while the other was bought in Ellisville. The jackpot is back to $50,000, and the next drawing is tomorrow night. Centene has
19: agreed to pay Mississippi over $55 million after an investigation into whether or not they'd overcharge Medicaid for prescription drugs. Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman says settlement exposes all the managed care industries to the structure of big pharma.
22: Pharmaceuticals run 15 to 20 percent of everything. We spend probably seven hundred million, a billion dollars a year, and it's a similar expense for other surrounding states. And I'm very interested in seeing how we, all of us, could uh, co-op these uh, these expenses. I'm Kelly Bennett.
19: Beginning July 15th under the American Rescue Plan, the child tax credit will come in the form of monthly payments.
4: Just for this year, the credit has increased from $2,000 per child to $3,000 per child. Parents of kids under age 6 are eligible for a $3,600 total credit. The IRS says half of the total credit amount will be paid in advance in monthly payments, and the other half will be claimed when you file your 2021 income tax return.
19: Mississippi Coast Crime Stoppers is increasing the reward for information that leads to the arrest of several arson suspects. The individuals set fires inside Walmart stores in Gulfport, Biloxi, and Mobile in early June. The $10,000 reward is in addition to a $2,500 reward being offered by the FBI. For the latest Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or online at
14: supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. Solutions.
20: Big Head, Todd, and the Monsters are coming. Saturday, July 17th. Wicked Weed Brewing presents the Twilight Concert Series at Renaissance. Tickets are on sale now at ardenland.net. Don't miss Big Head, Todd, and the Monsters with Southern Avenue and South of Eden live at Renaissance by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Arden Land.
5: To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi
0: 97.3. Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Let, 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 let's do this. Welcome to the J.T. Show with Gerard Gibbert on Supertalk Mississippi, the Supertalk app, and at supertalk.fm. And now, here's Gerard Gibbert.
3: Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Rolling right into the afternoon on the show. Rhino and Gerard in the studio. Joining us now, Mr. Paris Denard, RNC National Spokesperson and Director of the Black Media Affairs at the RNC. Thanks so much for joining us today, Mr. Denard. How are you, sir?
23: I'm great. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity.
3: You bet. So wanted to first get your thoughts about uh, the first several months, six months or so, of uh, the Biden administration, Biden's policies and so forth coming off Independence Day weekend. I think one of the shocks we all as Americans experienced was the price of everything is going up, and uh, in particular, gasoline, (laughs) fuel, but Americans, I think, so... Uh, so weary from being locked up for a year, said the heck with it, I'm just going to bite the bullet and pay for it. But where's all this going? The, the thing that strikes me is that uh, Biden and the Democrats just seem to be in, in somewhat of a state of denial about some of the the major challenges facing our country right now. Uh,
23: so the first part of your question, I will say it has been a complete unmitigated disaster uh, these past seven months of the the Biden administration. uh, It seems like every time he wakes up from a nap, there's a new crisis that's going on. Crisis is impacting the American people like never before. There's a jobs crisis, as we can see and feel uh, every single day. There's a crisis on the border that they continue to ignore. Uh, There's a crisis overseas in terms of our standing international. We're the laughing stock of the international community. Not that that matters, but what matters is that they ultimately are not wanting to deal with Never seen sectors in Russia like we've seen under the Biden Harris administration in the seven months. Uh, they, these ransomware hackers are attacking our food system, they're attacking our uh, uh, technology companies, they're attacking our energy sectors. Um, we, that colonial pipeline disaster was a, shoe, a, a true. A source of weakness for the administration and they showed that they were not able to to stand up the private sector had to do the what normally the federal government does which is support defend and protect our small businesses and so uh when you look at every aspect of what's going on coming into this administration day one the first act that he did was cancel the keystone pipeline yeah. i don't know how many people in mississippi are in the energy sector but i bet there's a lot of you down there that are doing that and i will tell you that thousands of jobs were killed because of that action, and that was the bad action uh, to do. It impacted people immediately. This wasn't some prolonged action that was going to hurt, you know, five, ten, twenty years down the line. It was something that hurt Americans right now, and it wasn't just those that were physically working on the pipeline. If you go down to the whole uh, structure of the industry, everyone was impacted down cycle by by the impact of this. You know, it's the distributors, it's the the workers, it's the the, the manufacturers, and so. This administration has done nothing that, is, that I would believe that would cause Mississippians to look at it and say, you know what, Joe Biden's fighting for me. You know what, Kamala Harris is on my team. You know what, this is an administration that understands my issues. You know what, this is an administration that understands the impact that their policies are having on our everyday lives. It has not been the case. And in fact, when you look at the issues of inflation, rising gas prices, and all of the things, and you mentioned COVID-19, and this is my last point. It's been so confusing. I mean, the mask policies alone have confused so many Americans. They spent the first months of their campaign trying to dissuade people from taking the vaccine. And now they wonder why there's so much vaccine hesitancy. (laughs) It's because they literally campaigned on not taking the vaccine. Wow, Joe Biden was getting the vaccine under President Trump in Operation Warp Speed. And so this administration has been a complete disaster. And everybody in Mississippi knows it and feels it.
3: Yeah, and, and so to your point, sir, the oil and gas industry is a big one here in the state of Mississippi. You're absolutely right. And you're also spot on in that it's not just those workers on the pipeline, talking about XL, but okay. that's a giant industry, and there's a huge supply right. chain associated with that. And so it's when you shut down right. a, a, a pipeline like that, you're shutting down a, a lot of the adjunct businesses as well that serve and support that industry. I mean, it's just Econ 1. 101 that just seems to be lost on the president uh, and uh, his surrogates in that respect and his advisors. But it it is disturbing. But I, I look at crime I look at the chaos on the border. You talked about uh, cyber breaches and and this rash of ransomware, and and we're just getting started on that. I was in the IT business a long time and have been warning about this coming for, for 10 years in my speaking and writing. This is the number one threat to this country. It's on the way. It's brewing right now, and we just seem to be dismissing it. But you look at those matters. And and everything is just oh you're making that up. But this proliferation we've been talking about on the show today of of critical race theory and indoctrination in our schools and our private sector organizations. The president signed an executive order last week requiring it across he says every level of government, but yet they tell us no this really isn't happening. This isn't going on. How can we ever solve any problems if we can't acknowledge there are problems?
23: Norah, how can we ever trust what we, what they're saying if if what they're saying is not true? This goes to the issue yeah. of accountability and trustworthiness, um, which which they're lacking. Uh, and so, you, to, on the issue of critical race theory, they can try to hide around it. They can try to say it's not happening, that it's some you know it's a joke, and that parents are overreacting. No, 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 no. Parents are not overreacting. Parents know exactly what's being taught. Matter of fact, when uh, there, I know the Goldwater Institute out in arizona uh, where i'm from they are suing uh because a parent tried to find out what the curriculum was and they were they said no we're not going to tell you yeah excuse me you're not going to tell a parent what you're teaching the children. You've seen so many people on the news, and I'm sure you've covered it, all these parents that are upset about critical race theory being indoctrinated in, in the school system and pushing back on it. Going to the school board meeting, the parents are standing up to it. I have a friend that lives in Dallas, Texas, and her daughter's in high school, and she tried to have the Pledge of Allegiance uh, said on a, on a regular basis because she thought it would be good to unify the school around something patriotic and and, and and talk about civics. The school said no. They said it was, it was it was, it was uh, discriminatory. It was racist, and it would it would offend people. So they said it was not. They were not going to do the Pledge of Allegiance at the at the high school. Excuse me, the Pledge of Allegiance. But why are we surprised? Because when you have people like uh, Congresswoman Cory Bush and Maxine Waters. Pushing these ideas that America, uh, is, is, is racist and America was founded upon racism. We, the people, never included, you know, black people and all this foolishness that they're talking about. It's all together. So we can't look at critical race theory as one isolated incident, one small microcosm that's happening just in a couple school districts. You have to look at the bigger picture. It's the fact that you have people that started kneeling for the Pledge of Allegiance. You have soccer players who are turning their back on a 98 year old World War II veteran playing their harmonica, yes. uh, with the, our national anthem. Anthem. And it's, it's the critical rate, and then it's all these members of Congress that are, that are coming out against it. You have New York Times columnists and uh, people that are on the editorial board saying they're really disturbed at the fact that she saw American flags on a pickup truck. That really disturbed her. So 4th of July must have just made these liberals and progressive just <laughs> lose their minds to see black people, white people, Hispanic people, gay people, straight people, tall people, short people, fat people, skinny people <laughs> celebrating the fact that they're all Americans and that they love the American flag. That must have sent them over the edge. That's why you see a lot of this uh, coming about coming against them. And then here's the last point. The Biden administration endorses it. The teachers union. The, under the leadership leadership of Randy Weingartner, said that they're going to defend in court anybody who who stands to teach critical race theory, and that might be breaking whatever laws that come about. Yeah. And guess what's happening today? Jill Biden, the vice uh, the 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 first lady, she kind of acts like she's the vice president. Well, no one knows who's running the country, <laughs> but Jill Biden is having an event with Randy Weingartner, solidifying their support for the radical teachers' union. Not showing their support for parents, not showing their support for students. So this issue of critical race theory, and I believe it's much bigger than just that critical race theory. It is it is this total transformation of everything that it is to be an American. Everything that our founding fathers stood for. Because we know, you know this as well as I do, these were all flawed people. Nobody was perfect. The only perfect person was Jesus Christ. So everybody across the country, the whole world has been flawed. But one thing that has been true is that our founding documents had things in there that protected us and gave us rights and gave us the ability to right certain wrongs so that people could come together and and figure out how do we get to this more perfect union. But ultimately, at the end of the day, we are all created equal by God. And our founding fathers knew that and put it in the documents.
3: Totally agree. Uh, Have you got time to stay with us through the break and join us for another segment, or do you have to go?
23: They tell me to stay. Okay. So I'll great. stay. I'm like Joe Biden. I just do what other people tell me to do. <laughs> well, they tell me I can stay, so I'll stay.
3: We're grateful for that. We'll be right back after this break. Thanks so much for joining us. Paris Denard, RNC National Spokesperson, Director of Black Media Affairs for the RNC. Stay with us. We'll be right back on the JT Show.
20: you never going to
7: I'm Andy Gibson, your Commissioner of Agriculture and Commerce. Come shop the freshest locally grown fruits and vegetables, meats, and other farm-raised products at the Mississippi Farmer's Market every Saturday from 8 to 1. While there, you can grab breakfast or lunch at the City Limits Cafe and shop our new genuine Mississippi store for unique items made right here in Mississippi. The stores also open weekdays 11 to 1 every day. All this at the Mississippi Farmer's Market, 929 High Street in Jackson, right near the fairgrounds. Y'all come see us.
21: on Facebook.
5: Follow here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, six to nine. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis—all right here on Super Talk Jackson,
0: ninety-seven point three. Ah, it's so awesome! You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert.
20: Yeah. Mm. Come
23: on, let's get
20: on with the show. Yeah.
0: On Super Talk Mississippi.
3: Welcome back everyone to JT show. Our guest is Mr. Paris Denard. He's the RNC National Spokesperson and Director of Black Media Affairs. So, so Paris, again, I'm concerned that there's there's this denial. There's denial, for example, that the supplemental unemployment benefits had any influence whatsoever on people being motivated to go out and get work. We've got 9.3 million jobs available and 10 million people not working and they dismiss that idea altogether. Where do we get to a point where we can approach and attack problems by acknowledging what the truth is?
23: You know, here's the thing that I think the Biden administration likes to do. They like to pretend if they don't acknowledge something that it doesn't exist. So if they don't go to the border which she hasn't really gone to the border, um, the Rio Grande Valley, where the root of this problem is, this crisis is. But if they don't talk about the border crisis or don't say it's a crisis, then it's not a crisis. If they don't talk about the jobs crisis, then there's no jobs crisis. They could just still keep touting, I'm going to keep giving people money to stay at home. So they don't want to acknowledge the things that are actually problematic because, you know, I used to go in the store and my mom would say, don't you touch anything, because if you touch something and you break it, then I'm going to have to buy it. And it's the same thing with these 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 things that the Biden-Harris administration are doing. They know if they acknowledge it, they're going to have to own it. And so if they own it, then they're going to have to do something about it, because trust and believe the Republican National Committee will hold them accountable. And so when it comes to this unemployment benefit, it is, it is a fact that it is hurting small businesses, entrepreneurs, and those job creators who want to get their businesses back on track. They want to open up. The vaccine is is, is there. It's working. The Republican governors are opening up the, the country more and more. And so they need to have the revenue coming in. Yeah, But they also need to have the workers to do that. So if the government, the big federal government, pays you more money to stay home than it costs you to, to go then 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 to go back to work, the majority of Americans are going to say, "Why would I go to work when I could just stay at home?"
3: It, how could that even be in question? Oh, it, you know, the
23: government is working against the American people. The federal government is working against the small business owners. That's not how government is supposed to work, but that's how government is viewed with the Joe Biden administration. Because if you go back to the state. Uh, His State of the Union address or his address to Congress, he said, we the people is the federal government. Yeah, the federal government is we the people. We the people have always been the American citizens. And so they've got to acknowledge that small businesses, entrepreneurs are hurting because they can't get people back to work, hence causing this job crisis.
3: It, yeah exactly but the, the, again this failure to acknowledge it we've got members of Congress saying uh, AOC I think last week said that that crime needs to be contextualized and anytime I hear him invoke that word I, I I always question and think Did yeah you? it's a way to it, that's what she said It said oh you got to contextualize it like we talked about on the program 400 shootings over the weekend. Four hundred shootings, eighty-nine yeah. in Chicago yeah. alone. And there's what's yeah. there to contextualize we, about that? That's just mathematical facts, statistical fact, truth.
23: Yeah, you you ask that mother whose whose child has got shot in the face if she's to contextualize that. Yeah. You ask that person whose whose house just got robbed if they need to contextualize that. See, that's the that's the problem. These liberals are so out of touch, they don't realize the impact of their policies on real people the things that they're doing has real life implications on real people so when you raise taxes that hurts people when you have inflation and rising gas prices and kill keystone pipeline and don't do anything about the colonial pipeline hack all of these things have real impact and when you defund the police which we know democrats are supporting and doing it has real impact on real americans in real communities and real cities across the country so there's nothing to contextualize these democrats are out of touch they're, they're out of control. And it's going to hurt them politically, but at the same time, it's hurting the American people who are under their thumbs by their radical policies.
3: So in your role, uh, Paris, as the director of black media affairs, exactly what does that mean? What, what do you do in that regard?
23: Yeah, so I have two roles here at the RNC. I'm the national spokesperson, national spokesperson, which means I get to talk to wonderful programs like yourself all across the country, both local and national, Um, And then I'm also the director of Black Media Affairs, which means that I am specifically tasked with engaging with Black media across the country. And so that Black newspapers, that's networks like the Black News Channel and Black Radio and and Black journalists, so that things from the Black perspective are addressed from a Republican side. So we want to make sure that People of all races are hearing the Republican message, are getting the conservative principles. That's one of the things that Rhonda McDaniel, our RNC chairman, wanted to make sure that happened when I was hired. She said, Paris... Take our Republican message everywhere people are consuming the news. She goes, not everybody is reading the mainstream newspapers, the big newspapers. They, they read their niche, their niche publications, their yeah. black newspapers. When I was growing up in Arizona, we read the Arizona Republic, which is the big paper. And we also read the Arizona Informant, which is the black newspaper. And so we want to make sure we're engaging because we don't want to leave anybody left behind in terms of touching them with our message and, and, our, and communicating to them. And so, you know, just recently the job numbers came out and we saw unemployment go up. For every demographic group, especially Black Americans, so I put out a statement. Make sure they went into, uh, bl- got to Black journals and publications, and Black Enterprise magazine actually ran my quote in their in their story about the jobs numbers because the Biden administration was counting this as something good, 850 some thousand you know, jobs created, that's fine. But what they weren't focusing on was the unemployment rate, which was going up, that went up for every single demographic group. So that's the thing that we're able to do. And and, and we're we're moving the needle. It's an important thing to do as we move into the midterms.
3: Yeah, it's the continuing claims uh, metric that sometimes gets overlooked, but that's people that are still at home, still filing for unemployment, not re-entering the workforce. And that's what uh, caused the unemployment rate to tick up as well. So you might be, one statistic, creating jobs, but you're not taking into account There's still a lot of people that are sitting home and on the sidelines. But from a black American perspective, is there some feeling of remorse? Because they they did overwhelmingly support uh, President Biden in the election. And, of course, who could forget his famous quote, if you don't support me, you're not black. It's just galling, in my view. Uh, And is there some remorse there? And secondly, does it not seem like that white liberals – this this arrogance of supposing that they understand what is in the best interest of certain demographics, in particular minorities in this country, without really having any, any interaction or even talking to them about what they truly need and want. Are they having some remorse here?
23: I I think that what we're seeing is the party is making inroads with the black community and all minority communities to be back. Uh, And so when you look at uh, the things that the Democrats are doing, they had their own uh, sort of autopsy report that asked uh, different different organizations about what uh, the impact was from the past election. And they said that Democrats were failing to communicate a message effectively and persuade uh, minorities to come to their team and to vote for them. And so that's why I saw declining numbers. And we've seen over the past years, uh, a a slow increase, uh, but still an increase nonetheless, of support from minority communities because we have had excellent candidates, in, in part Donald J. Trump twice, uh, and we 've seen that him back up his rhetoric with action yeah. action like opportunity zones, action like criminal justice reform, action like supporting hbcus um, and so which I know Mississippi has quite a few of it yeah. so so these are the things that we have to do, but I think in terms of the remorse it 's going to take some time for people to see in the black community the full impact of how bad it is under the Biden administration with Kamala Harris because the, there's a there 's a protection and a filter that is, is happening because of the mainstream media and the, and the Democrats lying to the American people. And I would just say, here's just one example. President Trump brokered a deal with HHS to make sure that the cost of insulin was going to be reduced to about $35 for seniors on Medicare Part D. When Biden and Harris came in, they put a pause on all actions that President Trump put in and did it for like a review period they knew full well that there was nothing wrong with passing on the savings that these companies were getting to reduce the cost of insulin. Seniors right now on Medicare Part D pay over $300 for insulin. A lot of black Americans have reliance on insulin because of diabetes. You're absolutely correct. And so when you, you have to ask them, let's just say, do you think it's right that the Biden administration is forcing you to still pay over $300 insulin when President Trump reduced it to $35. Those are the actions that we're talking about and those are the things that we're going to have the conversation with and more and more things like that are going to happen, like defunding the police is going to have them say, you know what, I'm going to give the Republican Party a first look or I'm going to give the Republican Party or Republican candidates a second look. Mm -hmm. And they're going to come to the Republican Party, especially in the midterms well, and gonna, in the upcoming presidential election.
3: I think they're going to see it in how they're less safe, and I think they're going to feel it in the pocketbook. And on that basis, yes. I look for a successful 2022. Paris, thanks so much for joining us today. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Very informative and, and hope to have you on again soon. Thank you, sir, and thanks for all you do.
23: Thank you so much.
3: Thanks for having me. The JT Show will come right back.
14: So This summer, July 14th through to 17th, the Mississippi Band of Choctaw Indians invite you to the 71st edition of the Choctaw Indian Fair.
0: Come and experience Choctaw foods, traditional music, dances, and visit the Arts and Crafts Pavilion for exquisite art, Native American jewelry, Choctaw basketry, and so much more.
14: Don't miss popular midway rides, nightly concerts under the stars, and the granddaddy of all field sports, Choctaw Stigball.
0: The Choctaw Indian Fair is back. For more information, visit us online at ChoctawIndianFair.com and like us on Facebook.
14: Hope to see you there. lechke better, faster.
20: Pothole, pothole, whack-a-mole, pothole.
14: What are the kids singing about? You know that game whack-a-mole? Yeah. Well, the kids think the car tires are like the mallet, and those awful potholes are... Oh, I get it. That's kind of cute. Really, Mom? Tell that to my wheels and tires. Ugh.
17: Here in central Mississippi, our roads are loaded with potholes. That's bad news for your wheels and tires. Stop by the Tire Depot for fast service or new tires. Tire Depot at the Reservoir in Brandon and Terry Road in Byram.
15: Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events. But thanks to two men in a truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday. And all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress, let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit Tumininatruck.com for a free no obligation estimate.
19: I'm Kelly Bennett and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Two lucky Mississippians match all five winning numbers for Tuesday night's Mississippi Match 5 drawing.
4: The winners will claim a share of the $665,000 jackpot. The two winning tickets were purchased just 23 miles apart. One was purchased in Hattiesburg, while the other was bought in Ellisville. The jackpot is back to $50,000, and the next drawing is tomorrow night. Fentine
19: has agreed to pay Mississippi over $55 million after an investigation into whether or not they'd overcharge Medicaid for prescription drugs. Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman says Settlement exposes all the managed care industries to the structure of Big Pharma
22: pharmaceuticals run 15 to 20 percent of everything we spend probably 700 million a billion dollars a year and it's a similar expense for other surrounding states and i'm very interested in seeing how we all of us could uh, co-op these uh these expenses
19: i'm kelly bennett
0: You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. They always say what they want. They're open about their
1: opinions. They're not afraid to say what they feel.
3: everyone, the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Now, that was uh, a most enjoyable interview. Some complimentary texts are rolling in on the C Spire text line, and we do appreciate that, but I certainly enjoyed uh, interviewing Mr. Denard. He uh, was offered some very, I think, key and valuable insight, and we appreciate that. And we've got a giveaway now.
2: Oh, yeah, we got some tickets to give to you because it's summertime, and summertime means great concerts. And on Saturday, July 17th, coming up in 10 days, you can catch one of the best live rock bands around, Big Head Todd and the Monsters. It'll be at the Twilight Concert Series at the Beautiful Renaissance at Colony Park in Ridgeland. You'll hear Big, T- Big Head Todd and the Monsters and more as they take the stage for this incredible event. And since you'll be at Renaissance and Colony Park in Ridgeland, you'll be surrounded by dining and shopping and all kind of good stuff. So now is your chance to win four tickets a four pack, a family pack of tickets to the concert event. All you got to do is be the 16th person to text in with the keyword to the buyer text line 601 879 4395. Be the 16th person to text in the word. Monster, And you will win a four-pack of tickets to see Big Head Todd and the Monsters and be listening all week to win tickets. Or you can get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or by visiting Ardenland.net.
3: There you go. All righty. Appreciate that. So uh, some other stuff. There they are, man. Rolling in. Appreciate that. Let's see. I'm trying to get to these texts here. It's rolling so far. Okay. The gentleman from the Republican National Committee on Black Affairs was very articulate and enjoyable to listen to while driving to lunch. That's from our good friend Jeff Smith. I agree. He was and really do appreciate uh, him him coming on. Uh, I thought it was insight, And so we have a winner, I think, huh? Yep.
2: Got a winner. Just going to confirm with him.
3: All right. Appreciate it. So, you know... I just hope that people realize that supported this this current administration and and the Democrat Party in general, I just hope they realize that these policies are not in their best interest. If it is indeed true, as most political analysts suggest, uh, going back to James Carville right in the Bill Clinton days, is the economy stupid? Well, if that's the case, I believe we could be looking at between four and five dollar a gallon gas. And I've always thought that that figures in literally the price of gas as much as anything with respect to influencing at the uh, at the ballot box. I think the price of gas is going to be between four and five bucks a gallon here. I just do. I'm not I'm not trying to be negative nelly here whatsoever. I'm just kind of trying to to look out and just envision where all this is going. And it's it's a concern. You've got this so-called it's transitory inflation. I don't know. I'm not sure. So the point I'm making is those are the things that will affect and influence voters as much or more than anything. And, of course, if the price of fuel is rising because fuel is used in the production of so much, virtually everything, certainly from a transportation cost perspective, well, that drives up the price of almost everything. This is the big deal. So the question is, will wages keep up with that? And if so, well, you're just staying level. I thought the whole idea was you're going to get ahead. And the lie that is told is that, well, if we just go tax all those rich people, you'll be better off. Your economic situation will improve. It's just not true. It's just a complete fallacy. And we're going to tax these dirty, greedy, wicked, evil corporations, and that will provide... Funding to just flow through government, they skim off the top, and out on the other side comes all these programs. That's the idea. That is the line, that is the bill of goods that is being sold. And it's simply untrue. When we had Grover on the program, president of uh, America's for tax reform, uh, yesterday, we talked about that. The corporate tax rate rising as Biden is proposing won't raise. It will raise about one fifth of what unemployment fraud has amounted to over the last year. Think about that for a second: sixty, seventy billion dollars of additional tax revenue by raising corporate taxes. We have already determined that unemployment fraud has amounted to about $330 billion. Six times, five to six times of that. It, it's just not being honest. Just be honest about it from an economic and a math perspective. But the, the promise is we're going to take care of your kids, we're going to take care of you when you're old, you're not going to have to work as much, we're going to give you all this money in the form of tax credits, etc., Hey, life is great. Just do whatever you want to do. Don't worry about it. No hard work, no can-do attitude, no rugged individualism, and you're going to go to cooling centers when it gets hot or stand under a tree. I mean, that's the promise. That's the truth. And I certainly hope that people wake up and realize that they're being duped. It's just an outright lie. But this constant state of denial, no problem at the border, crime is not a problem, inflation is not a problem, runaway spending not a problem, we're not really indoctrinating our kids and our corporations aren't forcing employees to do privilege walks and the military doesn't have any wokeness going on no it's just none of that's true that's what they tell us this ransomware thing oh the russians i gave them a list of 16 industries not to not to target and you know they're good guys they'll do as we asked but they did they targeted a software company which by the way i actually know those guys the Casilla guys they're out of florida and a good company good good software, good tools uh, we used we actually use SolarWinds in our operation, and our network operation center our NOC as it is called it's a more sophisticated and more geared for uh, enterprise class organizations Casillas, more small mid-sized businesses but it's great software but the ransom is 70 million bucks in Bitcoin, that's what they're asking for Seventy million. What was the ask of the, uh, was it the meat company? Was five million? Was it them or the pipeline company? One of them was, I remember it being five million, and they paid it, right? And then they recovered some of it because uh, I think, I think uh, some of the cyber professionals were able to recapture some of the encryption keys and recover some of that five million dollar ransom. But until we show Russia that we have the capability and that we will respond in a forceful way by inflicting harm on their systems, we can't have any diplomacy. It's just idle words. That's not accomplishing anything. When are we going to do that? Because they're just going to keep launching more attacks. And anyone who thinks that the, the Russian government and Putin aren't behind it, aren't involved, you're signing off on it.
2: Then why have they suggested taxing the ill-gotten gains <laughs> of ransomware attacks?
3: <laughs> I didn't know that.
2: <laughs> That's been a push in the government of Russia for the last two or three years. Oh my gosh. Because there's so much money coming in from it.
3: Well, I I think I've mentioned before, I I tried to buy a Ukrainian software development firm and couldn't get the deal cut. And it was legitimate. These guys were uh, really top-notch developers involved in uh, web tools. And what they explained to me was that you're almost forced by the Russian government when they come out of these universities, and they're all brilliant software engineers, to go become part of the syndicate. Because they don't have any jobs. There's no place for them to work. They can't get out. So, I, I don't know. we we got to show some force, in my view. Digital force. Not bullet force. Not occupational force. Digital force. Otherwise, it's going to keep happening. We'll come right back here on the JT Show. we got a little bit more talk for you. Stay with us.
13: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, an 80% chance of showers and thunderstorms, high near 87. Tonight, a 30% chance of showers, mostly cloudy, low around 72. Thursday, mostly sunny conditions, a 70% chance of rain, high near 91. And for your finally Friday, a 50-50 shot of the wet stuff, mostly sunny, high near 93. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha
9: Outboard dealer in Brandon. The economy has put a lot of our plans for 2021 behind schedule. Back orders on building materials and appliances to finish the new home or remodel. And what about home security safes? You were planning to buy a Browning gun safe this year, but now shortages on all things gun related have you saying, how do I get one? Well, security joke discount gun safe says I can get you a safe. He has teamed up with the Browning safe company to release an emergency shipment of specially priced safes arriving just in time for the July rush. Browning has limited... Limited quantities available, but Discount Gunsafe has 12, 24, up to 65 gun capacity safes in stock and ready for in-home delivery. With prices starting at just $6.99, we can all afford to protect our firearms and family valuables again. Visit the showroom of Discount Gunsafe at 2636 Old Brandon Road in Pearl to see the largest selection of gun safes in Mississippi or call 601-939-8233. That's 601 939
20: Big Head Todd and the Monsters are coming. Saturday, July 17th, Wicked Weed Brewing presents the The Twilight Twilight Concert Series at Renaissance. Tickets are on sale now at ardenland.net. Don't miss Big Head Todd and the Monsters with Southern Avenue and South of Eden, live at Renaissance. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland.
14: I'm Attorney General Lynn Fitch. My office is
3: leading a statewide initiative to provide you with the tools to recognize human trafficking. If you suspect human trafficking, report it to the national hotline at
14: 1-888-373-7888 or text 233-733. For more information on how to spot the signs and where to report
4: them, go to attorneygenerallenfitch.com. Be aware, be prepared,
7: and be the solution.
0: Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Text the JT Show, 601-879-4395. That's 601-879-4395. Now, here's more with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi.
3: Every time I hear old Thomas Dolby sing that one, all I can think about is
2: Dr. Fauci. (laughs) I think of weird science. (laughs) Yeah, that works too. (laughs) Back when we dreamed that we could create dream girls out of computers. Yeah.
3: Well, that's right. Yeah, it's kind of the early days of uh, virtual reality and so forth, sort of max headroom era
2: (laughs) yeah you remember at the the turn of the late 80s early 90s you had the big boom of virtual reality that just didn't have the computing power to actually pull it
3: off that's exactly right
2: it was gonna be the next big thing
3: i remember i mean attending an event in our industry uh, exactly back in the early 90s and we put the the goggles on you know and i think we were boxing or something and it's exactly right. It was being promoted as, this is just going to change the world, and it, it just really never... Well, remember Google Glass. What a flop. Never happened. Now, maybe someday, as that technology improves and perfects, but their vision was no devices. No.
2: Which even that wasn't a new idea. That That's an idea that was kind of taken from... This is going to be weird, but it was developers of a tiny little screen in the early 90s that eventually went into the Virtual Boy from Nintendo. Yeah. Which was gonna be a virtual reality headset that because of safety features, they said, Well, you can't put that on a kid, the kid will run to the wall. Yeah. So they had to put it on a table mount and it didn't sell real well. But the little tiny screens in there I remember came that. from a manufacturer that was trying to set up a way to view things in a in glasses, just like the Google Glass did a decade and a half later.
3: That that whole area of nanotechnology, and in particular, nano-optics, uh, has a lot of promise. I mean, you're going to see a lot more stuff coming from that, but – and we're talking about the ability to create things that are microscopic, can't be seen with the human eye, but this, this whole idea, it's just in the applications, are, are mind-boggling, it, in a good way. It's a good thing. Uh, we shall certainly see. Uh Lots of folks did like our guest, though, and really appreciate that our guest, uh, Mr. Paris Denard, and uh, we got to get him on again. That was that was fun talking to him about that.
2: Um, William on the ceasefire text line says, "I still have my Nintendo Power Glove."
3: Oh, really? Yeah, I remember those. Absolutely.
2: I don't remember the name of the movie, but I remember as a kid, they had some movie where the, the, the main character or the sidekick had a power glove and was talking about how cool it was, and it was just basically a movie hawking the power glove.
3: Yeah. That's exactly
2: what they were trying to do. Alien technology, says Paul in Meridian. <laughs> Reverse engineered, of course. Yeah.
3: The Wiz from Haven Flowood. Oh, man. That brings back some memories. That was uh yeah was something uh you know there's been some discussion here from a listener on the ceasefire text line not something we've talked about today but medical marijuana we got a couple of minutes left and and uh I can't really exactly tell where this person stands to text it in but He's talking about recreational pot, and I think he just wants to go ahead. I, I think so, right? And legalize. Yeah, from what I can
2: tell, it the their position is to legalize it and tax it like a vice tax, like you would for cigarettes or alcohol or something like that.
3: Yeah, I think the difference is just as there is not not as prevalent today, but a black market for um, cigarettes, for example, that don't have the tobacco stamp stamp on them. But there is a thriving. Obviously, black market, well, all the market right now for marijuana you could consider to be underground, um, off the kind of off the grid. Well, you tax it too high. This has already been shown. You, you raise taxes too much. Well, the, the legal retail sale uh, just doesn't really get any traction. The black market continues to thrive and persevere because people don't want to pay the taxes.
2: I mean that's been a public health push for just about as long as I've been alive to raise taxes on cigarettes to stamp out smoking.
3: But it it does give rise to
2: unstamped but tobacco. It, it goes to show that raising the taxes has a punitive effect on it.
3: Agree, totally agree. But I I'm not convinced that that's the solution. I do, however, I, I do believe within a couple of years that we'll see. Marijuana decriminalized at the federal level, and I still believe within five years, maybe a little longer, all states will essentially legalize recreational pot. I, I just, I think it's just because of public sentiment. It's kind of where I stand on that. Well, it's been a good show today. Really appreciate everybody uh, tuning in, and it's uh, it's been fun. Really enjoyed the interviews, and we shall return with you tomorrow. Will Rhino and I? Stay safe and God bless everyone.
20: courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue. Of the Red, White, and Blue.
0: A Super Talk, Mississippi Media Production.